The Nebocast is back. The long-awaited revival of the world-famous The Nebula Podcast is back. With a little help from former hosts Brendan, Justin, and Aiden, the podcast is back on its feet. We have a special guest on the podcast today. Please welcome Coolmoose242. Thank you. I'll take, I'll take my Instagram uh, handle as a name. It's weird. On the other side now, uh, not doing Denevacast, not hosting Denevacast, but it's good to be back and uh, excited, to see what you, excited to hear what you have to say to me. So it should be fun. It should be a good time. Yeah. So, Brendan, big, big Newton South legacy. How's it been? Not in Massachusetts. You're in Maryland at a bigger school. You don't really know too many people. Now you've met people. How's it been? Really, really good question, Neil. Uh, I almost called you Aiden. Uh, I've enjoyed Maryland. I think it's hard going from somewhere where you know everybody. Um, flip side is also true. A lot of people knew me. And so it's hard to go somewhere where you just become one of 28,000 people. But with that, you get a lot of other opportunity. I mean, you get things you wouldn't have at Newton South. And you get... Um, big-time athletics, and you get big-time programs and more research, and you, you get college. And so I very much enjoyed that aspect, but damn, I love Newton South High School, and uh, I wouldn't be back here if I didn't love Newton South High School, and so it's, it's good to be back, and I very much enjoyed my break at home, but I go back to Maryland in a couple days and very much looking forward to that. It's, it's all about um, adapting. I think the biggest thing that I've thought about is like my, my freshman year in Newton South was no good. I hated freshman year in South. No one likes freshman year in South, and I think yeah. freshman year college has been a pretty similar experience. Like, it's been there's been high high points. I've, I've enjoyed it. I've seen value and stuff. But you know, you're at the bottom of the totem pole again, and there's just you just don't know what you're doing. I lived 80 different days at at college. I was the first semester. I lived 80 different days. Newton South, there were about five different days, and you'd seen them all happen. You knew it was gonna, you knew exactly what your day was gonna look like. Wake up, you go to your classes. Oh, your teacher's canceled. Okay, I'll, I'll go out to lunch. Uh, I'll come back. I'll hear Mr. Rinaldi lecture to me for a bit. I'll go to Windblock, kind of, because we talked those so that I can't swear. Um, <laughs> um, and then you come back and you go to practice and you yell at people to run and then you go home and you go to watch the Newton South volleyball game and then you go to sleep and that's your day. And maybe you do homework if you have some. But college, I hadn't quite mastered that. And at some point, I'll get that routine down, but as of now, I didn't. So what I did for second semester was I made all of my classes start at the same time. My day starts at 10 a.m. every day. Um, last semester was all across the board, so hopefully that's something I will do to even that part of it out and get into a routine. But, you know, since overall, it's, it's been solid, but Newton South is awesome. So. so with college, there's obviously a lot more freedom, a lot more yep. responsibility as well. How, how has that been different for you? Yeah. I, I got involved pretty quickly. I'm doing like a broadcast journalism type thing. Did like a Newton South Senate adjacent thing, but not really. And so that's been good. Uh, I think just like classes took up way more of my time than I thought. I took second classes, which is oh, wow. ridiculous <laughs> to take. Yeah. That's semester. ambitious. I did it. I, I did well, but it was still a drag. Like it just, even if I didn't like, had that much work in that class that day, I was still having to actually sit through the classes and go to them, and so it just took up so much of my mental energy for the day, not doing that again second semester. But the free time is nice. You, The thing about college is there's going to be someone that you surround yourself with at some point who's always free and always doing something. Every night of the week, someone's going to be going here. Every you know hour, someone's going to want to, oh, let's go throw a Frisbee, or let's go get lunch. There's always someone that always wants to do something, so it's all about kind of having good self-control, um, because in Newton South or in high school, someone will... Uh, a higher power will tell you that. Like, you gotta go to Windblock, all right? You didn't go, you gotta go to your classes. Some, someone is gonna send you an email, or send your parents an email, saying you didn't do this. College, not quite that. So you, just have, you can just form your days so much better, and you don't really have, I mean, you can go to class, but there are plenty of people who, big lecture classes, they don't go, and they do the work online, and they figure it out. And so, it's just so much more freedom about what you wanna do, and I've, I've only been there for a semester, and so, I don't know if I have the greatest take in the world on it, but that's my opinion. You mentioned broadcast journalism. If you haven't been following Brendan recently, you wouldn't know that he actually has a podcast called Under the... Shell. Good work there. <laughs> you got the first two words. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, Under the Shell podcast. It's been a good time. 
talking about Maryland sports. Definitely going to branch out, do some more stuff second semester. But get us to stay involved journalistically, uh, and we'll see. We can talk about journalism stuff, journalism stuff as much as you'd like. Yes. I also saw that you posted a picture video of a camera filming a wrestling okay. meet. I was doing, yeah, just like gamer recaps of edge of the volleyball game to the wrestling match. So it's been fun stuff. Learn, learn new things. I mean, I'm taking a class next semester that's all on that, just like broadcast journalism. Like, but it's a little intimidating if you don't know what you're doing. Um, so I think just got to get more practice with it. And there are definitely people that came into journalism school at Maryland way more experience than me and way less experience than me. And so everybody's trying to figure it out their own. Got to get comfortable doing stuff. So what's Noon South like? We'll get back to me in a minute. Noon South, you've been here for like four months now, back, right? What's it like? I, attendance policy, I've heard a little bit. I've heard some whispers, but I, each one of you just give me, what's your Noon South experience been this year so far? Because I haven't really, I haven't been tracking, to be honest. Um, bad. Okay, why? Like, all the teachers grade really harshly, and then college, and then they're just like really strict, and you have to go to Windwalk. And the attendance policy also. What is the attendance yeah, policy? We talked about that last year. It's, it's strict this year. Like, funerals aren't an excuse. Like, what if my mom died? Like, I don't know. It'd be really bad. Yeah. That probably should be excused. Yeah, that probably I mean, should be excused. Probably, yeah. Need, Add admin. You need a um a doctor's note to miss, like, one singular block. So, how, like, I mean, that's what college is, too. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. It's, it's, it, it's just more like, in college, if you miss it, it doesn't affect your grade that much. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are there any repercussions for missing class in college? Or? If it's a small class, yeah, but if you miss like, a 200 person lecture, they won't know. Yeah. So. They don't take attendance? Yeah, 200 person, you can't. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's it should just be like a. Okay. It's literally impossible to have a general class. Okay. They, uh, South, South is definitely a lot stricter on the attendance policy this year. Um, my one experience with that was I skipped wind block like a few weeks into school. Um, it was a Thursday wind block at the end of the day. I decided I had deserved a break. I went home. Um, a few days later, I got an email saying I have to skip lunch to talk to my dean about uh, my actions. Um, skip lunch? Yeah. So, That's so um, bad. I didn't go to my dean. I had to get my parents to email them and clear that up. But um, I can't imagine their return on investments very high there. Because, like, they're w- like, that's just wasting the dean's time. Right? Absolutely. I mean, that's wasted time on all parties. Purely taking away from their actual responsibilities, which should be like getting people who are in trouble or yeah. miss actual class. If you're missing a wind block, I don't know. Other than that, what's the culture been like? I, I was a big culture guy, so what's the South culture like? I think it's been pretty good. It's weird because like, we're starting to have grades that weren't here for like the weird COVID times. Okay. And so like, it's starting to feel a little bit normal in that sense, but then it's also I mean, like, like you're one of those people. Yeah, I mean, Miles and I, I you're remember- You're a weird COVID guy, so you I know, mean, I, yeah. g- I giggled when you said freshman year's bad because yeah, we had yeah, pretty bad experience. Yeah. masks on COVID our whole uh, Online year. school, through that. I didn't even know, like, where classes were until, like, winter of, yeah. of my freshman year. Yeah, and I remember my first lunch uh, in person at South. I was sitting alone at desks because we were in um, rows in the cafeteria, so I was excited it's to... Dehumanizing. Totally, it's totally. Literally a totally is, yeah. I feel like at this very moment in time, our whole school is actually really connected and really bonding over one thing. What is that thing? <laughs> Newton South PDA. <laughs> that was a good segue. Who's the best PDA? I don't think we should be naming yeah, probably we can't, not, we can't. Not. But yeah. everybody knows who's winning that account. Yeah. So basically, if you're not on the internet, there is an account called Newton South PDA. This is and this is honestly, I don't support it. It's a form of cyberbullying because people take pictures. Um, of this one couple on un- unbeknownstly, what is that word? Unbeknownst. This is something I always wanted to talk about on Denevacast, and I never, we never got around to it because we a lot of topics, and we really fell off the last semester of the year, whatever term. Who cares? There are so many new inside Instagram accounts. It's something we never yes. talked about. It's crazy, right? So I mean, like I still follow a ton of them, I and mean, they're awesome. But the thing with that is, it's like, well, that's how people get their media. That's how people get. What they're looking at, oh, Newton South PDA or Newton South Beat, which is funny, um, or other Newton South accounts, uh, sport bad parking, accounts. Bad and I think, ideally, right, we're sitting here, you guys are all part of that one. That should be your job. Maybe not PDA. Maybe not PDA. Maybe not Feet. <laughs> but to <laughs> teach their own. But if you're going <laughs> to. Like that's the job of a media outlet, and so the fact that all these other accounts are popping up is is good for the culture. 
but it's also shows that there's so many more markets within Nunset that haven't really been tapped into yet. Right, but and I think I think the accounts that are being created are being created. Are they troll? They're getting they're, they're troll they're accounts. They're troll. They're, they're troll not, accounts. No, they're not school appropriate. Yeah, so. they have to. They're troll. Club yeah. like the Nebula can't do that. That's yeah. true. I yeah. wouldn't. You feet would be weird. As as someone yeah. who so they're trolling. Like, I mean, I'd say like ninety percent are troll, and the ones that are sort of like gray area, they're they're posting some things that. Um, wouldn't be allowed, like, wouldn't be allowed for yeah. Lions Pride, great page. I love Regardless, that. though, there there are a lot of accounts, right? There's each a ton of accounts. Account. Yeah, yeah. You didn't see that five years ago, six years ago. Yeah, I think honestly, to be completely honest, the these accounts give me like mild anxiety because like no. I mean I don't That's know. What I, to do. I don't my want to be. Rank, I don't want to be caught like caught lacking. Like, so then don't do PDA. Don't no. do PDA, <laughs> and yeah. you won't be on it. I understand what you mean, but I think it's a. I mean, like, it's a violation of privacy. I probably prompted that, like, launched part of it. Because no, definitely. three years ago, well, pandemic, whatever, high school, like, you would never have had that idea where there, oh, there are going to be people in the hallways taking videos of me, taking pictures of me, doing this. Type That's of only thing. if you're doing something absolutely absurd and unacceptable. As the, so crazy thing is, the crazy thing is, so my freshman year in a class, a kid took a picture of another kid and it surfaced on the internet and they got in tons of trouble for doing yeah. that. Well, yeah, because. I mean, it's within the classroom, but that's, that's something I know Mr. Leedoff's talked about this. But like, what's the line there? Yeah, I think the I think the line is distinguished because nowadays, with all these accounts, all these anonymous submissions, mm-hmm. it's so Fair. easy yeah. to get by anonymously with like doing something that's violating. Versus like back then, there weren't these accounts, so it was just like pretty clear. Oh, X took a picture yeah. of me and posted it, yeah. and I didn't it's like that. Yeah. Yeah. Really and now, like pe- when people like kind of photos go viral, I feel like, on yeah. Snap. Like, one person will, like, post on their private, and it'll be so crazy yeah. that people will screenshot it and repost and repost, and you never know where it, like, originated from. So the question is, like, how do you use that idea for good? Because like, you know kids, if something yeah. is viral, and you know that you can get that, that's what I was always trying to think about, like, running social media. You know that social media is such a powerful tool, and, yeah, you can, you can use it to, I don't know, look at someone's whatever, doing something stupid, making out in the hallway, or you can use it to get people to get involved in stuff. And so I think if you look at that point of it, like Tertulia or going to sports games or I mean, going to I concerts, like that's how you got to use social media. I think that's the difference between Denebola and these anonymous accounts Absolutely. is that the accounts that stay anonymous, they stay anonymous for a reason. They don't yeah. want their name, mm-hmm. their brand to be made public through this account. Um, because it's cyberbullying. Yeah, I mean, like if, if we knew who ran Newton South PDA, they would get in trouble. Like, like I think that administration, if they do know about it, I feel like they have to know about it at this point. They can't do anything about it. It's so out of control at this point. There's, like, no way a dean can, like, figure out who's actually behind this account. Did one of your classes have an issue with that freshman year? Was that your class, like, freshman year? That had an issue with people, like, posting pictures of each other and they had to have a huge meeting? No, yeah. We Um, had a meeting about that this year. Someone, when, when I was a freshman, someone made, like, a Snap account and just, like, posted like really insulting things about random people in our grade, but that's kind of different. But it's still the same idea yeah, that you're using, they're using the- That's such a freshman year thing. I know. <laughs> you're, using, you're using the media accounts to portray yeah. things that really shouldn't be shown, and so. Well, with the Snap account, that year it was one person like bullying other yeah, people. Where that's with these anonymous accounts, it's like almost like a huge majority of the school is like sending in pictures of these people and collaboratively making fun of them. And I, I do think that there's a difference between... It's a proper waste of time, but okay. And NSHS PDA versus NSHS Lion's Den, yeah. right? Those are different. Sure. Lion's Den has some posts that, like, none of them were harmful, but there were some memes that, like, if if they're officially, um, if they're officially, like, a Newton South account, that could yeah. get them into trouble, which is why it has to stay anonymous. I remember... Um, Newton South, like the um, actual Newton South baseball account, posted a very harmless meme, and we got in yes, a lot of trouble happen, for that. Yeah. Um, so that's why they have to stay anonymous. They can't be officially a Newton South account. Yeah. So speaking of Lions Dead, because I'm interested, who's the loudest person in sports games? Like, who is that person? Ooh. That's a great question. Because I, I would, I would humbly say that was me. And so now who, who, has, who has taken the torch? So I'm not even going to lie. I've not been to a single sports game okay. in the past, like, four months. Some of the some of the senior boys have a Give me do a good job. I'd say Trust senior girls. Else. Senior girls. Yeah. Give me a name. Anybody got names yeah, here? Names, names, names exist. Names. They have names. I feel like. Do we know who? Can I make a guess? Is it like Vasily? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would guess that too. Definitely say Vasily. You could say. 
Nick Tanner's always there. Okay. Right. Nick Tanner's always there. Uh, there's definitely not one person. There's no. I don't know. I think me, there's, me there's no Brandon Wassell anymore. Me uh, and Miles, our friends, I'd say we do a pretty good job going okay. to the games. I yeah. think they're fun because in most sports, Newton South can can compete in most yeah. most of their games. So in a fighting game, Friday night, it's definitely a yeah. fun experience. Soccer definitely had a good mm-hmm. audience this year. Oh, definitely. Um, our guys' soccer yeah. team especially had done way better than they had in the past. Girls' soccer was great again. Fall so. is always fun. Yeah, yeah. 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 especially at the best. start of the year when they're new freshmen and they're, tough, people are returning. They're, there's always a good audience. So. Yeah. And, like, the Arnold Lights game itself is just yeah. the culture of that. Yeah. I would say I went to the South-North basketball game a few weeks ago, and I was disappointed there. There were not many South kids. Yeah. Um, to be fair, the South kids – couldn't really be loud. We were down like forty points um, the whole game. Well, then you got to get creative, but yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know how to do um, that. Brother. I do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we were, we were silent. We didn't have many kids there. Um, but fall was definitely our best season, um, and we had some promise, I'd say. Bit of a different segue here. Go for so, it. we're talking academics, Maryland, Chad GPT. Oh my God! Great, lovely. Well said, Neil. Um, right. You want to hear my thoughts on it? Yeah. Okay, so my friend, uh, Declan, and my friend Adam walk into my room Wednesday night, uh, and they're working on a paper. And they're like, Brendan, look at this cool thing we just, we just discovered that we'll write the paper for you, which is awesome, because then you don't have to actually use your brain to do the paper. Um, Mr. Wilson, you guys talk about Mr. Wilson on Instagram? I think I know who that is. Okay. Uh, uh, fish slippers? No. Uh, like, is he the is he the guy that's always wearing like costumes and? Yeah. Let me let me let me find his uh his I'll find his Instagram in a second. I, I think I know. After I say this, uh, I think Chad GPT is really cool. I, I we just there was one like literally a Friday night. It was pouring rain. And we're like, all right, let's just sit here and see all the cool stuff we can type into this and it can give back to us. Went down to everybody on the floor like some um, computer science kids. Like, oh my god, look what it can do. And so, <laughs> wow, it's a very cool asset. And, I mean, there are so many things, to avenues you could think about it in. What are your thoughts on it while I find this? I mean, I was talking to my dad about it a mm-hmm. couple weeks ago. And so, he was telling me that for our generation, it's like, it's interesting now that we're in school, but we should kind of, like, think a little deeper into it because it's putting us in a position where it's making, it's, it's making it more challenging for us to stand out when it comes to, like, if you want to go into an English field and you want to become a great writer, you need to, to be successful, you need to be able to write better than ChatGPT can or be able to, like, go into computer science and program better than ChatGPT can. So it, it, it makes it more challenging to, mm-hmm. to be impressive. I see your point. Personally, I really like ChatGPT because when I was playing with it, um, I just thought it was super cool. Like, it can find sources for you, like, in a paper. It honestly gave me a lot of ideas of, like, crafting the structure of my paper. I didn't directly copy the writing, of course. But, um, yeah, I think it's a tool that you that we could really utilize. And, I like, the, sa- the company that makes ChatGBT, OpenAI, they have, like, an art one, which is really, really cool. Also, questionable if it's, you know, morally right but like I, I think it's so cool I think my issue with chat GPT is that the kids who don't use it have to catch up to the kids who are using it like, are people using it like like properly using it for homework right now properly. define define properly yeah. okay properly isn't like copy and paste I don't think so I think but like when you go home instead of looking at a textbook like okay you have a reading to do and it's about something something United Kingdom government Instead of reading the thing, you just Google it or just chat GPT. Yeah. Why not? Why wouldn't you do that? I think people have been using it honestly as a search engine. I mean, I used it a little bit at the end, but it just it really came out right at the end of when I was my, my semester. So people yeah. really found out about it at the end. So I, I mean, people use it for jumping points for papers, though. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure people use it for papers here, but they're obviously smart enough to not copy paste right in. Um, hopefully. Have gotten caught? Um, I've heard tales. I've heard tales. Yeah. There's. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think anyone, any teachers come out and said, like, I think you use chat GPT, but um, there have been general talks to classes about, hey, we're aware of this. We can sort of get a sense, so mm-hmm. be careful. So this is, what, this is what Mr. Wilson said on it. Um, people who don't know, uh, English teacher in South. So I know I 
ask me. Um, and I know that there have been a lot of there's been a lot of talk about how there are all these programs now that were at least at first people were like, oh my god, people are going to be cheating and this, that, and the other, blah 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 blah. How are we going to stop these kids from from using ChatGTP to to write their own papers? And then a lot of people tagged me on my Facebook page about, oh hey, have you seen all these? anti-chat GPT programs that have come into place to be able to kind of snag people when they use it to cheat. And I, I can't help but... I can't help but wonder, what are we trying to do here? Are we trying to train our kids to be uh, sufficient, productive people in 1950? Or are we trying to teach our kids how to be sufficient productive people in the year 2050 because our current current high schoolers are going to be in their mid-40s in the prime of their careers in 2050 and ai isn't going away and so what we need to be doing is teaching our kids how to use ai how to use things like chat gpt to make their lives easier to streamline critical thought or critical thinking uh, to help them get better uh, at things like that. So I cringe every time, you know, someone tags me in one of these things where they're like, oh, you know, you can stop them this way or we got to go back to blue books. Genie's out of the bottle. Can't put toothpaste back in the tube, man. So let's get our kids ready for a world where AI is around as opposed to uh, trying to keep them from it. I mean, that's an educator of Newton set. And right. so, he, I mean, he's literally saying that if you're using it, I mean, this is not what he's saying, but this is what I get from it. He's saying if you use it, maybe if you use it in, in one sense and someone asks you to write a paper and you copy and paste it, it's cheating. But what he's really saying is you've got to lean in because there's no reason to teach kids how to do something or to tell them something that they will be able to get access to so quickly in the future. And like this AI, that is, that ChatGPT, whatever, uh, is one of so many that will be, I mean, I'm sure whatever like OpenAI, maybe we'll have other AI systems that are way more powerful. And this is the first real one that we've heard about and there are so many other ones. And right now it you know, only has data inputted in, up till 2021. And when that can process data as soon as it gets it and the information, it's a completely different game. And I'm sure those exist, just not to the public at this point. Like you have to think there are some governments in the world who are using AIs much power, much more powerful than that to do stuff for them. And so it would be so silly to not teach kids to use, to, to use AI to their advantage. And we use AI to their advantage all the time in, in ways you don't really realize. but. This is the first way it's been in our face. And so as students at Newton South, as an educator at Newton South, what do you guys think? I honestly wholeheartedly agree with him. Like, as new technology comes out, they're, they're tools, not, not enemies, you know what I mean? Like, we could really use them to improve livelihoods. And, I mean, honestly, as technology comes out, it definitely changes how, like, we live. But let's make that, like, in a positive way. I think... This isn't going to be easy, but I think that teachers have to give us assignments that um, we can use chat GPT and other AI for, and it still won't hand it to us. It still won't hand us the answer. Mm -hmm. They have to create assignments that are specific to the class or um, or that, like, even if you use chat GPT, it can help you with some things, but it's not going to give you the essay, right? Because when, when we're doing work, like, we're obviously going to write our whole life right like we're mm -hmm. learning how to write not just to do well in college we're learning how to write for um life skills and Absolutely. when we're writing in life that chat gpt is available to us people are going to be using it we have to learn how to use it like effectively mm -hmm. uh, yeah that's a good point i'm i'm completely with you guys in the sense that uh one thing i took away from mr wilson's was that it's not going anywhere. Absolutely. It, it's, it's here, and it's going to keep developing and keep getting better. And so I'm with you, Miles. It's not going to be easy for teachers to be making assignments. And one thing I heard about was that, like, students might be seeing more in class, handwritten, or just, like, on your computer, but internet's blocked off type assignments, yeah. which to me makes sense because I do think that 
this AI is so powerful that at a certain point you're going to be able to use it to your advantage with any assignment. And so there, there is a line that needs to be drawn. Yeah, a couple things from what you guys said is uh, I took a class this semester. Um, I'm a journalism major, and so just the first class you take is the intro to journalism, history of journalism, looking at it from all the way to the beginning. And the one thing you learn very fundamentally is that the world really only progresses as fast as news progresses. And whether that be uh, a town caller running around from uh, one village to the next and telling them, okay, they have this, and they're, someone's attacking us, or they figured out how to do plumbing. That's one thing, you have a telegraph, you have a computer, um, and, and when you see new technologies, the first thing you always see is pushback, like they say. Phones in classrooms, if you, were to, if you had your phone out on the desk 10 years ago, I mean, they would have taken your phone, you would have got it back at the end of the day. You see that in middle school. And so right now we're in such an infant phase and all of that, it's just really hard to know. Computers in classrooms, are you kidding me? 20 years ago, 30 years ago, you, no one had a computer. Not every single student ha gets a computer. Do they want a computer? I don't know. New public schools gives them a computer. And so to answer your simple question earlier, Neil, what I think of ChatGPT, awesome. Have you, ha uh, have you hung out with any of your hometown friends or kept up I, with anyone? Believe it or not, say I have seen a good amount of my hometown friends. Really? I mean, I, I wow. always like to see more. Um, so that's always a possibility. But I've seen a good amount of people, and it's been very fun. I, I love Newton Mouse. So just, I feel very comfortable here. And so the memories I have with people are incredible, and the memories I continue to make with people are incredible. So I've seen a lot of people. Right. And seen people in high school as well. Specifically, who have you seen? Oh, my God. Uh... I saw a kid named Dante, uh, if anybody knows Dante. Uh, I saw Drew Bornstein, played golf with him today. Uh, I saw class president Sarah Laughlin. Uh, I saw Caroline Hoban. I saw Katie Bermusa. I've seen Justin a lot. Former member of his podcast. Shout out Justin. I was told I had to shout him out, so there you go. There's a shout out. Uh, he'll be on the podcast in a future episode. Good. He deserves it. I've seen a lot of people. Those are, those are the big ones. If I miss anybody, I'm sorry. I saw Jackson Gage. But class 2022 was awesome. I, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, at the end, very much came together, and it, it was absolutely a good time. And obviously, I have the perspective of being in it, and you guys have the perspective of being out of it. And so, they're not like we're not here anymore. And so, I'm sure there's so many other people that are now filled with roles and have done the same things that we did. And you know, at some point, you kind of realize that it's it's a cycle. And Newton South, this building is always going to be here. It's been here since 1962. And so things change, but people fill the roles. I mean, there's, uh, culture is uh, very slow moving, but people tend to fill the gaps of what other people are doing. People know if someone's doing something and, and they do it, and if they didn't like how they were doing it, well, good, they were here for four years, and now I can change that. And so at the end of the day, students have, have pull within other students, but students don't have really that much pull in terms of the overall outside what's going on in the Newton South community outside of the, the schools and so things tend to be pretty similar and, and I think you know teachers always say they love teaching because each year is different each student is different each you know, all the classes are different and that's absolutely true but as a whole I don't think that culturally too much changes year to year right I being, agree being inside of it how, how do you feel um honestly I feel like we have less spirit this year yeah. don't know why maybe have you guys witnessed the same thing? Definitely less spirit. Um, I think class of 22 was one of the more spirited Newton South classes that I've witnessed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the people who won more spirited are really good people. They're great people. <laughs> you know who won most spirited no, last year? No, I forget. He was really irrelevant. Um, Sorry. It was myself, it's myself and Sarah Laughlin. And, and, okay. and truly, like, <laughs> people, I think, who, who love Newton South and cared a lot. And so I think that helped. But... It was deep. We had, a, we had a deep class of spirit. Who's going to win most spirited in my class? Who do I think? Yeah. I have no idea who I think. I, I wasn't here. Um, well, like, I feel like you have a general idea. What about you guys? I think that's the question that we asked at the start. Who's the oh, most spirited really? at the, at oh, the okay, South Wings? So you have... I, like, I don't have one. Those don't necessarily correlate. I happen to be the loudest person. So well, what's the what, what's the job of the most spirited person at Newton South? Great question. What uh, if, go for it now. 
I mean, my my mind goes to you, Tay, because you when I was a sophomore, you came out with the Fit Check Friday stuff, and it's it's been super influential. Like, my friends and I have a big group chat. Every time one comes out, one of I'm in it. One of my friends are in it. We're always texting, making fun of each other, and, and it's fun. And I think that goes back to what we were talking about: how like there's a difference between good media and bad media in themselves. Absolutely. And so like, you've been able to create such a new like branch totally. that the school hasn't seen before. And so I think it's hard to keep you out of that conversation. Thanks, Neil. That means a lot to me. Yeah. I think the most you're the person is not necessarily the most well known, but I think in some aspects it's the person who is doing the most to push south for it as a community uh, whether that be at a sports game or whether that be in the hallways or whether that be um, at candy corn or, or some other sort of event those are the people who who's showing up to those and who, who's spreading the love all across the board and I, I have no idea what that person would be because I'm not here but one person I'd love to shout out is um, Gabby Dos Anjos. She always goes all out on Spirit Days, which we haven't had Spirit Days this year. Hold on. No, I, I, hosts, I literally the, think that we have. It's just that nobody toss? even knows about them. So. Who hosted Turkey Toss? Turkey Toss. Wait, I didn't go to Turkey Toss. Oh. I had a flight. My bad. Anybody know who hosted it? Do we know who I can tell you. They're... No, no one went to that. Who hosted it last year? Did anybody know who hosted it last year? Y'all. Okay. okay, but I... Akil? Yeah, me and Akil, but... Okay, yes, people don't know that. Um, <laughs> no, I just remember a picture. It, well, it's, a, it's like a pep rally. Day. Like, that's what the pep rally should be. That's, uh, like, that's right? the closest like, thing I've experienced at a pep rally here. They so. didn't even make it, like, they made it you're going to hate me, because this is exactly the type, of, the type of voice you don't want to hear, but it's like you didn't go. the last Thursday. You didn't go to break it. Ends. Well, it's a Wednesday. Not ta- Thanksgiving the Thursday, right. yeah. It's a but Wednesday. They're not taking attendance. Yeah, you didn't go. And you're going to go hang out with your friends. Of course. Yeah. Especially if I actually know two people that tried to be in it, but they weren't in it. Why do people not go to that? I've always wondered that. What would stop you from... There are serious reasons, but literally, why would you not walk into the pepper? I mean, you guys, none of you were here. People used to not go to them very publicly. And it was like, obvious, like, you know, attendance taken, like you said. Why do people not go to them? Like, let's, let's think about I've it. I've never give, experienced give, a pepper. Right? We, I think we talked about this give on me the, the first give, episode. We, I, give me the, like, the cut and dry reasons why you wouldn't go. You want to hang out with your friends? I've never been to one. Waste of time. You I think it's a lack of, like, of stuff. You, you think it's embarrassing? You can't... Being a, you can't, it's like, oh my god, it's awkward to see what social groups are sitting together. Like, no. sure, right? Why don't people go? I think just like overall social anxiety mm. definitely plays a role in it. We're like in no other situation I knew in South is everybody in a big room together completely exposed. Like, and it's a damn shame. Yeah, I mean, it'd be awesome. It'd be so yeah. cool to get every single person in the school to show up and sit in the stands and anything. But you know, you know, we don't yeah. even have them. The closest pep thing, yeah. I know, but I'm saying... I'm a senior. I've never been to a pep rally in my life. I mean, isn't the closest thing we've gotten to that last year's turkey, turkey toss? toss? Yeah, absolutely. I Not th- this year's? No. Well, this I year, th- the reason why I didn't go was it was freezing. Like, it was literally yeah, like... Yeah, yes, it was like nine degrees. I think it's a lack of spirit. I think I think no one hyped it up. No. I, I was excited for last year's because I had friends in it, and there was... Comp- like, people were taking it really seriously. I thought that that was really fun. That was... Yeah. It gave us some... Um, Spirit and this year, no one was talking about it. I didn't realize it was happening until the day of. Yeah. I mean, you got to give um, people reasons to care about it, right? Yeah. And a big reason people used to care about that day or that event was Powderpuff. I was Powderpuff. Say, say, was say what you want and say what you don't want. Removing that game killed a part of South Spirit, and I will absolutely stand by that take. I mean, I agree. We can I talk. Agree. We can talk about the ethics of that game all you want, and I'll give you my pure ethical take on it. Yeah. Whatever you want to hear about it, but. That dampens part of it because for some, for a lot of people, that's what Spirit was, and that was their one day a year where they. I, I mean, I gotta tell you something. I don't know how like, I know it's pretty swept under the rug, but like, there were plenty of people at Powder Puff this year. It was, it was a good. Sure. Time. Am I not supposed to say that? Or no, you don't. I hope you're not. That's great. Push the boundaries. Like that's ridiculous <laughs> that they. It's ridiculous the administration is so embarrassed that Powder Puff happens that they don't want people talking about it. But you have, to, em- you have to see it from a teacher's point of view. You can't be condoning girls beating each other up. You can't. You can't. So would Agreed. kids, would I agree. kids I, rather... Neil, I agree with you. You can't condone people beating each other up. But what you should think about is that someone every year is going to get pretty seriously injured. Right? Why do they... Okay. Uh, why do they make like bad drugs legal? Like, Why can you get free needles in parts of Boston? Um, because it's safer. 
Yeah, people are still going to use meth. That's a completely different way to look at it. People are still going to do illegal things. People are still going to do things that are illegal or frowned upon or not good or societally, politically incorrect. But if you make it a school-sanctioned event where you can build a little bit of camaraderie behind it, yeah, then that's good. I so think. I think that. But, from from what but, I but it's not the greatest event. So from what I nice. witnessed, I thought there was a solid amount of camaraderie about it. I was I was with my friends. We were cheering our grade on. I don't. It's always a fishy outcome with the seniors winning by one touchdown. Yeah, well, that's not like seniors win every year, but that's how it works. Uh, I don't know. No, even though I wasn't there, like my friends kept sending me videos from other people, and it was just like we were talking about it. Like I don't know. You know, Adderall as a junior, that'll that'll be a, a it's, it's, it's yeah. a it's a it's publicity. I think that was the most uh, South students I've seen in one spot this year. At any event, really. I'll give it to you this way. I'll give it to you this way. What are the days that me and my friends can remember from Newt Set that we talk about? Um, I mean, there's some monotony behind a regular day. Right. Will you remember December or January 19th, what you did this Thursday? Probably not. Part of a podcast? I don't know. If I ask you a year from now what you did, I couldn't tell you. You you have no idea. I couldn't tell you what I did last year today. I could tell you about five different events and five different days that like stick out. Like, oh, that was a funny thing. Let's hear People it. remember them. Okay. Uh, first day of the year, we the parking lot. Uh, we did the thing where you wear your shirt, you take pictures, and you decorate your car. Next memory I have, I, I won't do anything that is related to running in a circle because that's that's separate. I have like track and, and not. Yeah. But I'll I'll do school related things. I remember that. I remember Brookline girls soccer game. Awesome game, very windy, very cold, so forth. I remember, then there was homecoming around that same time. I didn't go, but there was homecoming. People talk about that. Turkey toss, powder puff, same day. Tertulia, people talk about. Prom, people talk about graduation, all those ending things. Oh, I named 10 days. There are 180 days. So I named an 18th of what happened. Um, and because most people, like, I can tell, you could ask me about somebody I went to school with and I could give you some facts about them. I can't give you specific interactions I had with them. I, one or two. I know things about them. I know things that other people say about them. But I don't know that many events with them. And so, you don't really remember much of the day-to-day. I know what the day-to-day is. I can tell you the structure of it. But I don't remember what happened on those days. And so having big school-wide events people are going to remember is important. My parents can remember some things from high school. They remember those things happened. They remember that those events happened, but they don't remember the the monotony of, of going to class. And you know, it's it's about the relationships, obviously. And I learned some stuff, but you learn stuff at like a wide scale. You learn how to learn. You learn how to act. You learn how to research. You, you learn little things, but. There are only so many days that you actually take away and you have really good memories from. I mean, I guess I'll add senior skip day to that uh, list of days. So. It's got to be a good one. It's a good day. I can, probably, I can point out like 10 more athletic events. Yeah, but I, I think the point here should be like, like when I look back as a student halfway through my junior year, besides powder puff as a junior and as a sophomore, I can't really remember any big fun school events that weren't sports games. Do you think that's a problem, yeah. or do you think that's how it should be? Do you think that's the high school well, experience? Well, is a sports game. What? Powder Puff is a sports game. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But yeah. I, I, it's different. You know what I mean. It's like Absolutely, I know what you mean. It's not a... Official. You're not wearing an MIA-sanctioned jersey, so in that sense, it's not a sports game. It's just something to think about. It's, it's food for thought. Like, should, well, someone be, should someone be doing something about that? Like, why is... Why is that the case? And so, why is it the case that big school-wide events you only remember a couple of them? And, and obviously, like Newton South has feared of pockets, and I absolutely believe that. And the power of Newton South is that uh, there are so many people that are so different uh, because of the makeup of Newton, Massachusetts, and who lives here, and then who they have kids of, like whatever. That Newton South is a really awesome place because of the diversity and, and social ability, and the diversity and they'll come from and who they believe in and who they pray to and stuff like that and being surrounded by those people and not being forced but being closely tied to them you get a lot of spirit in small pockets and in clubs and in sports and in groups but at a wide scale no. you don't really have that 
Yeah. School did. But I'm damn sure there are other schools that have that. Yeah. But maybe it's worse, right? I I don't know. I think it's hard to look back at this and not blame COVID. Because it's just like, like to me at least, every year has gotten a little better. But even I forget that I wore wore masks masks for up until March of my sophomore year. You wore masks for more than half your uh, academic career. Yeah. Yeah, well more. And so, I mean, I, I think guess I every, too, I, uh, I think every year has been easing back into normal things. So maybe our senior year we'll see more traditional Newton South events. I hope so. Well, there is no there is no precedent anymore. What is a traditional Newton South event? Well, I can tell you, but I, I don't go to the school. I, I was going to so ask you. You, you were game. you were here pre COVID. Was school sucked? Yeah. Was the culture different than now? Well, at least they had pep rallies. Like and pep rallies are bad though. Like. The school wasn't that good. I mean, I'm a freshman, so my view on it is. But I always felt, because I had older siblings and I knew what I thought was a very good Newton South, like, I just didn't think we had that much spirit. Um, Neil's brother's class, really, like, in my mind, historically bad at spirit. Really, really bad. I hated them for it. Um, like, they would go to games and they wouldn't really do what I would do. And I was a sophomore. And so it was like, well, this is kind of weird. But I think that... At least in my eyes, every year that's it got better, but because I got older, and so I knew more people. Yeah, I think that's kind of how it is. That's how I feel in college. Like, it's good, but I'm sure at the end of college, I'll feel like it's much better than it is because I know everything there is to know, and I have, as we talked about at the beginning, I have a structure. I, I figured it all out. You like, you have no idea when you come to Newton South, you take your first test. You have no idea how much you have to study to get a good grade. You, there is literally no way to know how much effort you have to put into something. Until you experience yeah. it, yeah. Especially, especially when you come from like the class of twenty twenty four, where, like me, That's and, a crazy me and my, me and Miles have, we had seventh grade and then we had like half of eighth grade, and then, like school, everyone could say school's easier, school's harder, but when it when you put it in perspective, like we were in that situation without the back end of our eighth grade mm-hmm. year, where we really didn't know what to do. Like I, I was lost. Yeah. I remember. My grades, I got, out of my freshman year, I got my worst grades. Or sophomore year, I got my worst grades. Um, and mm. be real time. Time to be real time. Why do you do that? What are the freshmen like? I don't really what know. I feel like... Interesting. Do you, do you know, Tay? Uh, repeat I mean, the question. Sorry, I was taking... There have got to be freshmen that listen to this podcast. I'd hope. If not, they should. Uh, I have something interesting to segue. So, Tay, you just said be real time. I remember mm. last year... I'm sitting by that elevator with my camera and out. And I put a pitch on it, yeah. I'll and I'm go. recording you put a pitch on it. Maybe February? Yeah, I was early. You? I won't lie, I was really early. You don't get credited this? I started to be really not <laughs> No, but like, low-key, you put me on, I put all my friends on. Yeah. Like, I feel like you you definitely I don't. I haven't used to be real in like seven months. Really? No, what is oh, that? Oh, God, there's too many people on it. Really? It was really fun when it was me and my like 15 closest Close, friends. Close friends, yeah. yeah. What are you doing at 7.23 on a Thursday? Oh, yeah. that's... Oh, you're there, you're there. Oh, why? Why are you there? I don't know. I'm not going to use locations. But I don't know I don't know where they were. But you have to like scroll to find them, and so like slowly I just stopped using it. Also, like not a big notifications guy. Yeah, I get that. I have notifications for very few things, and so got too many reply for it. Like at some point, I, I, I can check the app. I had like, like 200 people on Be Real. Yeah. I guess it's just like it's just not yeah. it's just not it's there's no novelty anymore and so I've maybe posted a couple times something funny to post on like TikTok now like go post TikTok now that shit's way funny I get your notifications wait. I get those notifications I never post one but wait, I see way funny I that's see way funny thing to post if you real who's posted one I, d- I can't even see it because I don't yeah post right it's like it's, it's a little more niche post on one I'll post on it tonight we'll, we'll see yeah is it a video like you no, just make your own little it's, it's, it's be real, real on, TikTok. on TikTok it's like yeah. it's command C command V to TikTok it's funny because no one else does it, and so that's why it's funny. Yeah, I feel like when I was first put on to be real, <laughs> well said. That's when I cared about what, like, about what other people were posting. Like, I thought that was fun to see. In fact, I think I mostly had class of twenty two added on be real because do, and then slowly class of twenty four got on. Um, and yeah, I guess now looking at it, like the as time has gone on, I've added more people, and it's become less of a novelty. It's become of course. Yeah, now it's it's sort of just something I do out of habit instead of interest. The rewinds are cool though. Like I, I, I was I was sad that I didn't do it for the whole year because I started on I downloaded on January seventh of twenty twenty. Oh wow. 
And so like, I was like, damn, if I had done it the whole year, I would have had a full. I had a, I had a pretty sick one. I had a nice yeah, one. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's I had cool. a pretty sick one. I mean, I like it because it's like it if you take a picture a day, like at the end of this year, I was like, I know exactly what I was doing, like on, on a random. Like these are things you wouldn't normally Some take a picture. Some people do that though. Like my sister did that one year. She took a video a day. Yeah, like there's yeah. that one famous one of that kid who took no, a no, picture no, every day. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was and then hair. He grows yeah. facial hair. Yeah. That's like cool. That's a staple of, that's of YouTube, cool. honestly. That's a yeah. yeah. I think that's the most valuable thing about be real is like. I don't care what other people are posting, but now I can look back and I see, like, one thing I was doing each day for the past year. And I think that, like, I would never normally just take a picture because I want yeah. to. Like, I would never do that on my own. So I think that's the most valuable part of Be Real is being able to look back. I also think it's just, like, taking pictures of the most mundane things and posting them. Like, usually we take pictures of, like, exciting things yeah. or just, like, when you look your best. But, like, I like it because it's just you and your bed, like, doing your homework. It's yeah. kind of wholesome, mm-hmm. you know? That's got to be, like, more than half the Be Reals I no, see. I know, yeah. Like someone's that's Chromebook. What life, yeah, I mean, that's what life is. That's life. That's, that's life my real. That's, that's yeah, life. Yeah. I mean, that. That's what it is. Yeah. What's uh, What's the Neville like this year? To answer from a social media perspective, because I'm, I'm interested. Because in I. That's what I did. Um. Well, social media kind of has gone down this year because I wasn't able to manage it as well due to college applications. But okay. hopefully now that's that why I always say juniors. I think juniors yeah. are going to screw up. I always said that. Hopefully now I'm that it's over, I can create a lot more content, and which will encourage more people to make content. And then when I leave, they can just like I don't really know what's gonna happen. Um, from a like like um, staff perspective, I think that we're all really close and it's pretty fun. Yeah, as someone who's also on. Denevola senior staff. Um, I mean, last year I was I was writing uh, articles and that was basically it. I wasn't that involved, so this has been a super new experience for me, and um, it's it's definitely I've created a lot of memories from Denevola. It it's been way more than I ever expected it was going to be. What do you guys do? Um, I'm sports editor. Neil is a member. He's a valuable. He's in, he's, in, he's, he's a valuable. Got, sure. Oh yeah, that was that's wow, that's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> We'll talk about that. Uh, what's, yeah. the, what's the best sports game so far now? Best sports game so far? Um, it's got to be one of the soccer games. Okay. Um, I don't know if I have one. I, like... Boys Brooklyn. Boys Brooklyn. There was some crazy electric we, playoff game where Kamar had, like... I don't know. Kamar well, the, made that season. The issue is, like, mm. there are only specific games that people show up to. I remember one game no one was at. I went... And and Kamar went nuts. He had the craziest goal I've ever seen. And I know what you're it was it was posted on Instagram and people were able to um, see it on there. But like it it was so cool to see it in person. But no one was there. No one except for like a few freshmen who were trying to get involved in spirit, which I loved. That was great. But like it sort of sucked when I like I arrived at the game and I didn't see one kid I knew. Yeah, that was always the funny thing because I went to so many games last year. I would sometimes legitimately be the only student in the prep. Like yeah. I, I, I would literally be, uh, Neil was usually there shooting something, so yeah. kudos to him. But student cheering in the crowd, there are, I can count at least five or six games that I remember going to where I was one of five students in the crowd. Yeah. Didn't, didn't you have a, a friend who you went to like? Dante, I went to Dante, Dante, right, Dante. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember being impressed. But still, but still, he would sometimes not go. New- Newton South Lacrosse doesn't really get too many too many fans at their games, and I could always I'd be For watching. Kind of bad. <laughs> wow, they're not I'd, that good. Yeah, yeah. I would be. I mean, I'd be there like know. watching my brother, my brother's friends. I was on the. JV I think the games are fun. And but I know people. I appreciated you. I know the team probably appreciated yeah. you. I'm telling you, didn't because I would like yell at the ref. But yeah, no, I, that, I agree. That's, that's appreciated. So I'm I'm curious in your four years at South. What's your most memorable sporting event that you Great were question. participating in? Like, that you were in the audience? Um, I'll answer for the part that you didn't ask later. Because I'd like to yeah, that's a good question. My most memorable game? Uh, maybe the... Uh, oh, I have a couple. All from, like, really basketball season. The Bedford game where, like, there were, like, 30 people who went to Bedford for the BCL championship. And it was, uh, only, it was pretty much only seniors. And it was electric. It was the most, everybody that was there wanted to be there. We were out cheering their crowd. Was that last year? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the game I was thinking of last year. I when, missed that too. There's yeah. a video of me, Joe Santucci walks in, and I stand up and I slap his hand so loud. You can hear it from across the gym on the 
video feed microphone. Awesome. It is insane. That game was incredible. Jake Lelman went out, he like got poked in the eye, came back, hit a crazy three. Going, it was just so much fun. That game was cool. The Brookline game, the Brookline playoff game was really fun. That, was, that one was a tough loss. But I was so proud of like everybody for going to that game. Yeah. Away game, that was the biggest credit I've ever seen. Oh yeah, yeah And I, kudos, I, I credit myself a little bit. Like there were a lot of people in that game. I don't think it was all because of me. I think I I helped like get people to go to that game, and that game was electric to say the least. And the other crowd chanted like "Shut up, Brendan." And, yeah, like, that's, that's, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. That's what exactly what I was thinking. Like, that, what I was thinking. My highlight of my uh, spirit, Existence. my spirit career Existence. in Eaton South is is the fact that the other school, Brooklyn. I, I know Charlie Zucker and I, I know people, but they took t- took time, took air out of their lungs to tell me to shut up, and I wasn't playing the game. And so I have to pat myself for that. That's pretty fun. That's that's, that's a big win. that game is like when I hear your name, that's what I think of like yeah. of that game and like I'm. I mean, I have, I like, there's no adrenaline core like that. Competing, like, was, like I love doing track. That's an adrenaline-filled sport. But there's really nothing like, I love, I just love being the loudest person. It's yeah. so fun. And there's nothing like that in the real world, so. Yeah. I think that's, that's the biggest difference between this year and last year is, like, we will never have someone chanting, like, one of our fans' names. That's not going to happen this year. That's not going to happen next year. I, I don't see that happening. Those schools are fun. It's a very funny moment. And we lost that game, but that was we the, did lose that. That game. was the only we game were, that we I were, remember going. to. We were this. up. We were up in the in the first quarter. I remember all these games because I'm weird, but we were up in the first quarter. We hit some big shots, and then that, that I remember was, there was that a huge team was so Roberto good. Hit a huge layup, and like in the corner, you're videoing, and oh my god, that was sick. Yeah. We were down by like 15. It didn't matter, but it, I grew up playing basketball with so many of those guys. So it just uh, it was sad to see their careers end, but I yeah, I love them all. So my favorite athletic moment in South. Uh, like personally, tough question. I asked that question to myself. So, uh, I think like all states of track was really fun. Um, like school record, which was sick, and then like mixed four by four for you track people out there. It was very fun. Um, but yeah, I remember all those moments because it was freaking awesome. Yeah. Uh, let's go. It's been a, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, I love sitting down and talking. Three great people. So. Thank you very much for having me on. Four well, yeah, thank you. Aww. Thank you for having me on, and uh, I'm excited to see what you guys do in the future. I, I listened to the first episode, solid stuff, and uh, it's only upwards. So thank you very much. Yeah. And, uh, didn't have a cast was out. <laughs>